welcome to The Overanalysis, an episode-by-episode discussion of the Netflix series The OA. I'm Ethan Crane. And I'm Talia Ripley. In this podcast, we'll discuss each episode just after watching, so we've got no idea where the plot is going, and we won't give any spoilers for future episodes. We've just been discussing the fourth episode of part two, called Syzygy, at least we think that's how it's pronounced. Um, And in this episode... We uh, delight in the detached attitude of lighting engineers watching an almost certainly illegal octopus bondage show. We uh, come up with a tip for how to split the bill on a first Tinder date. And Talia has yet another medical rant about TV depictions of CPR. Hope you enjoy the episode. Fine. Sizigi, Sizigi, Sir, how do you say that name? Uh, Sizigi, I think. Okay. Yeah. Sizigi. Good word, isn't it? Three Y's. It does. It is actually a word. I thought to begin with it was more like a collection of letters on a typewriter, but it's it's a word. It's a word. Yeah. So I think it's a good episode. I think it's one of my favourite ever. This episode. It was really funny as well. I laughed a lot at this episode. Yeah. I did. I yeah. mean, we'll I'm come to the sure point in which you last. Anyway, first of all later. Yeah. let's analyse Sizigi. Yeah. Okay, do you know what um, Sizigi means, actually, the, the word? Yeah. Uh, what, like a word when it's not spelt with just like all Y's? No, what, that is actually a word with a, with a definition. No way. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, yeah, but you've been, what did you do? I just did a little bit. I just bit went of, in the kitchen for a drink of water. And I did a little bit of internet oh, research oh, while oh, you were out. Right, all right, go on then. <laughs> so uh, it has different meanings in different in um, different contexts. In science, it means the straight line configuration of three or more celestial bodies in a gravitational system. You could think of maybe that's got something to do with this. Maybe that's what they're... Did I hang, say, that, say that again? A straight line configuration of three or more celestial bodies. Okay. Yeah. So like, say, when you get three, like... Three Mars planets aligned, Venus I guess. Aligned, or something. Yeah. So yeah, you might say there's something to do with alignment of the planets or something. It's so got it's a sort of celestial got a hint of yeah. um, astrology, not yeah. astronomy, but okay. But it has a um, meaning in biology about pairing of chromosomes. The pairing mm. of chromosomes in meiosis is also called syzygy. I was wondering as well when it said three wise man. Three wise men. No, three wise man. Oh, is that what they said? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and you take off the, oh, oh, and it's three Ys. Yeah. But it just made me think about the Y chromosome as well. Oh, okay. Anyway, so maybe they are going for the biological. Yes. Yeah. Because isn't there, yeah. I think there's a condition where you can be a double, a double Y. Right. And I think it's a condition where I'm entering, frame. I don't really know <laughs> yes. what I'm talking about. Okay. But just as a caveat, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I thought it's uh, a condition that you can be, you know, actually you can have two Y chromosomes and just have the appearance of a regular man, but you tend to be a bit psychotic and... Are you saying that's maybe what some of the characters in this in this series are yeah, like? Yeah, I'm going to research that for next week. Okay. Um, anyway, I mean, these are all, we don't know if any of these meanings are anything to do with what the writers were thinking. No. But the last one is also... In philosophy, it means a union of opposites, male-female union of opposites, of opposites, a kind of Gnostic idea, you know, sort of shamanistic wow. Gnostic idea. So it's actually a really good word for, for this, because it's like any of those things could be something to do with this series, couldn't God, they? God, I yeah. just thought it was a silly word. Very clever. Mm. Yeah, well, you thought it was just a word that has a little um, yeah, trick of three Ys in it. it yeah. yeah. Anyway, we'll come to see if any of those meanings actually have anything to do with the programme, I guess. Mm. Okay. So, um, 
So the first scene we have is um, Prairie chasing a little girl. Through. Yes. Yeah. Can I say before that, yeah. a little bit of a kaleidoscopey thing that I think only mentioned because we've seen it before, I think. Is that not just part of the titles? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> oh, completely sure. Oh, it's the titles. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I think it might just be the titles, yeah. Fine. Anyway, so Prairie's chasing a little girl. Who is little, Nina? Who is her. Nina herself, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and they find Rachel in the box. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. Is it Rachel? I well, I wasn't sure, sure to start with, Do but then I was pretty sure it was Rachel. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't completely sure. Yeah. I kind of, I, that does make some kind of sense. And what is it the little girl says to, to you, Prairie Strip Nina? You can't find or you won't find Homer without her. Without her help or something. So it? we yeah. need, so Rachel is is dead. If that was Rachel. But if that's yeah. Rachel. I think, I think that's what I'm guessing. I, that's yeah. what my, my, my assumption is that it's Rachel, but somehow we're going to still need her help. Yes. I'm not completely convinced it was Rachel, but... I'd quite like to turn the screen upside down just to get a better look at her it's face. Really hard. It's really hard to recognise on upside down. Yeah. She, was, she was in like in a glass coffin, wasn't she? Yes. She sort of makes a kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. And that's when um, yeah. Prairie wakes yeah. up as well. Although we're going to so, call her Nina here, aren't we? We're calling her Nina because we, we said last time or the time before in the podcast that right. in this dimension we'll call her Nina and then in the other dimension, the Michigan dimension, we'll call her Prairie just to avoid confusion. I thought we didn't. I thought you said you were going to call her, but that doesn't. That's not the case because she's not Nina, is she? She doesn't even refer to herself as Nina. Nina, the consciousness of Nina. I'm sure we've had this discussion before. I okay. don't know. <laughs> okay. But it doesn't. I don't think that. Don't think that follows. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. All right. We should just call, no. You're right. Maybe we should just maybe we should call the American sounding OA Prairie and the Russian sounding OA Nina. Mm. Okay, we'll do that then. From now on. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the Nina is the OA. Let's get into okay. that later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it isn't actually a dream. I said it was a dream, but it's not, is it? She's just talking to Homer. Um, well, isn't she talking Homer, about yes. a dream she had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I suppose so. Yes. Um, yes, you're yeah. right. Um, yeah, so this is uh, so Dr. Homer and Prairie. Dr. Roberts. Dr. Roberts, yeah, uh, are having a therapy Sesh. session. Yeah. <laughs> a therapy session. Yeah. Um, the note I made as well is what were the marks on her arms? Oh, well, we find that out near the end, don't we? Oh, it's the fucking octopus! <laughs> Whoa! <Yes>. Right, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yes, because we have seen those marks before in previous episodes, haven't we? I yeah. hadn't noticed. No, we have. We've seen them. We, the, right. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't obvious what they were, but yeah. But let's, let's, let's not mention she's that just her, yet. Yeah, she's yeah. the skin's so smooth. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, but at, so, Prairie's kind of getting under Homer's skin a bit now, isn't isn't she? I think in in these therapy sessions, yes, he's kind of he's kind of like wondering what he's doing in some ways, isn't he? He's like various things have happened, haven't they, in a few episodes where yeah. Yeah. he wonders a little bit more about he's got a bit of distrust, stroke, Dr. Percy, yeah. yeah. Um, also, when she says, uh, you know, you've been to the lab, I bet there's a room you can't get into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How does uh, how does Prairie know about that lock room? Oh, no, no, that's that's just a guess, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. I thought she was just thinking, because she's surprised at first that he has gone into the lab. Yeah. I think she's thinking, hmm, that's weird. how how is it that he's let him? Then thinking, okay, maybe he's let him in, but he hasn't. Then if he does, right, that's just quick thinking. Okay. And oh, yeah. Columbo like kind of aha. Sure. Okay. Which is obviously the case from yeah. Homer's face. Um, so 
this is um, going back to rubbish predictions, but yeah. I, I had a prediction that somehow um, Hap was going to blame Scott. Yes. On, but uh, yeah, no, he's he's taken Rachel off and just, well, like you, I think you were right in saying, it'll be fine, we just get the ditzy receptionist to delete that line in the Excel spreadsheet. That's pretty much what they've done. <laughs> yes, because it's somehow the, the administration of this facility is really poor. It's poor. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, we'll come to the admin of this facility a bit later when um, when Kareem breaks in, but yeah. there we go. Um, yes, yeah, so then we see Hat burying Rachel's body, don't we? And as he takes the body out of the car, he says, this is all Prairie's fault. <laughs> and I guess that's just to show that he's sort of, he's a little bit, he's a little bit grumpy, isn't he, Hap, in some uh, ways? Well, I, of, I yeah. think he's a man who doesn't think, he doesn't want to think of himself as the villain. Yeah, like no, he before. definitely doesn't, does he? He thinks he has like a really strong mission to to do. Yeah. And these people are just getting in the way, essentially. Yeah. And he didn't really mean to want Rachel to die, but... Pre- yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, he didn't anyway. Yeah, he was. And I mean, throughout this episode, you don't totally you're interested in his, you know, we get into him and yeah. this new woman. But it's not like you, you, you're you oh, wait, what's his evil plan here? He's a no. character. He's got motivation. You're yeah, still following yeah. him. You still want to know you're, you're vaguely you're sort of on his side in his scenes. To yes, because the things he's investigating are fascinating and like, yeah. and you want him to kind of find them out. You just wish he'd go about them in a slightly nicer fashion. Yeah, he just yeah. wish he wasn't quite yeah. such a he's not really following kidnappy. the Hippocratic Oath or anything like no, that, is he? <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. after, so after we see Hat bearing Rachel's body, I guess that scene was just to show that he. He got away with it mm. somehow. The then next then bit, Kareem it, arrives at the facility yes. to and ask to see Nina. He's yeah. quite uh, usefully bolshy. I think when he yeah. gets in, I think he's sort of talking shit about, I'll be calling the police. I think, you know, yeah. you, it, I don't think Private Eye does have a right to, to these I kind of things. It would seem unlike, but he's just kind of like, yeah, bravadoing uh, his way in. Yeah. Knowing that the administration isn't like top notch. Yes. Or at least guessing it might not I know be. it's not, um, I know it's not like a, what this series is about in a way. I must say, I really enjoy um, Kareem's private investigating in this series. He, he's really good at it, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so he gets in somewhere and he goes running through the back, you know, up, up to the back of the building and stuff like that. And then climbs in the ducts and like knows how to get past a receptionist. He's, he's good. He's good. Yeah. yeah. It's it's good having a character who's who's good at his job. Yeah. And then, and then as we'll see in a minute, like this isn't jumping forward too much, but when Nina says, right, I'm going to come away with you, he's got plans to get out of it, puts the coat on her and, like, hides in the cupboard. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a bit of an action hero. Yeah. Um, I just see, so the next scene, um, before he goes and talks to Prairie, yeah. um, there's a little bit in the kind of common room area where there's a guy... One of the other yeah. inmates at the facility. I just think, sorry, I just want to say that it's, it's one of those things where we're... There's some sort of fiction stereotypes about people with mental illness, often that they just suddenly shout insane things. Yeah. Um, which I think is I mean, fine, whatever. Probably but, stemmed from originally from one play of the Cookies Nest, I imagine, like in, uh, and films like that. Yeah. Well, I do not. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, you know, there's there's a lot of stigma about yeah. mental illness, and I think that's really not very fair and not very representative. Of institutions yeah. like that are oh. quite useful as a plot point here though yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's always yeah which is totally is because obviously prairie uses it although to be time. honest when uh when uh, prairie throws the glass against the window in order to blame it on the 
I thought it was blindingly obvious that she'd thrown it personally. <laughs> well, you're not. You're not. You're you're a bit above the standards of the admin. Yeah, admin strength security. Yeah, very, very poor. In fact, it's probably uh, probably in the same way that you, as a midwife, get annoyed by like the slight medical errors you get in like various programs. Probably people who are like workers, workers security or whatever at um, you know um, institutions like this for people who are mentally ill probably equally annoyed because they're always like bungling aren't they people escaping and like yeah. a, a receptionists allowing people into the yeah. building <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and oh for god's sake we'd never allow this yeah, yeah. yeah i'm sure yeah. yeah um what is the business about and i've written it down the numbers down twice and in different ways so i've obviously got it wrong um but Kareem, you know, they do discuss something about the technicalities about how she is being kept there. Yeah. Um, sorry, oh, 5250 or something, wasn't it? 5250, right, yeah. It sounds right. like, I don't know, perhaps someone could email us and let us know. Yeah, I did people? a bit of research, but I wrote 30250. Oh, right, so you didn't find anything about that? No. If someone yeah, if someone knows about that, some, probably someone well, in the US knows about it. But it's yeah. always nice to hear from Always people, nice to hear from people, yeah. Um... I assume that what it you know there's, there's there's something about she has now been she was a, a voluntary yes um, inmate and um, actually some dodginess has gone on so that she is now a, a sectioned person. Well, is this to do her, with the fact that Hap yeah. faked her hitting him? I think in uh, the episode uh, or two episodes all sorts ago. Of, yeah, yeah, and 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 yeah, part part might just be that. I yeah. I I didn't think that. I just thought it was. I mean, you know, his whole plan. He can just. Yeah. He seems quite at liberty to fabricate stuff. and just... Yes, but I thought that was to, because she was a, a danger, because she'd hit him. That was a, the reason to keep her in. And maybe that's what the 5250 is about. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I don't, don't know. know. It's not It's not important anyway. For some reason, they have her kept Yes, there. so we yeah. know. And, and yeah. they've sort of at least tried to cover the yeah. thing. So, so, mm. so yeah. So, uh, no, go on. No, I, I was just going to talk about so Kareem and Prairie's discussion um, and how... So, Kareem has got through to Prairie by just knowing that she owns that house. Yeah. The, that's the mystery house. Which was a thing we said Cream would go back to the house. Oh, he hasn't yet, though, has he? <laughs> like, bugger, that didn't work either. I don't think we should uh, be too harsh on ourselves no, for our predictions. Okay. Not being right. It's but he it's did go and see Prairie, which was obviously blinding lightly. We couldn't yeah. go wrong with that prediction. So yeah. we got that one. Can I just say now that... I don't want to make any predictions for the next episode because I'm not going to clear well, I don't know. <laughs> obviously, I didn't guess the octopus. <laughs> so, which was obviously blindingly obvious when you think back. But um, I, I'll go for a massive hawk yeah. next time. Um, so, Kareem knows she owns a house. She's doesn't know anything, obviously, about Nina's life. Yeah. Um, but I quite like the way Prairie just quickly thinks here's a guy who could be useful to me yeah um and um i will you know she does rather use kareem doesn't she well she uses the same trick on him that he used on the receptionist downstairs doesn't she says you're after a missing girl you know that you've got to find her quickly i could i could i'll just sit out here for another 11 or 12 days she says doesn't she yeah, 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 that's true. She she sort of acts like that, but she and she also says, "I'll get you into the house," doesn't she? That's yeah. the thing that she's offering, yeah. which is not necessarily something she can follow up on. No, in fact, she has no idea what no. he's talking about. I mean, I like the fact that she's the sort of woman that thinks, yeah. "Oh, oh, you know," I think she wants, she wouldn't want to let him down, and she, yeah. she's just quite confident in her own abilities to probably sort something out. 
but yeah. it's quite a boldness of oh, I'll be all right. It's it's that confidence I quite I quite like about her yeah. character. I know. Um, and they mentioned later. Scott mentions later in this episode about how the OA always gets what she wants when they're in a conversation with him and Renata and Homer. I must say, I it's we got that's evidence what, of that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't. I mean, she's hmm. just been a bizarre person so far to us in both since the very beginning of part one, hasn't she? But she hasn't really like made out to be a headstrong character up to this point, has she? I mean, she is. No. They, I mean, he Scott is referring to the facts. We know that she wants to find Homer, I'd say. Yeah, yes, would, yes. But I wouldn't say she's a woman who'll stop at nothing to get what she wants. That's no, not really what we've no, seen her, is no. it? But, no, so yeah. quite a bit of a cheat. Do you think that's a bit of an out of character? Like they're sort of now re-retrofitting her a little bit. Slightly. I, I mean, yeah. it, it just slightly jarred because it didn't seem to yeah, quite no, just no, no. quite describe her somehow. Agree. But okay. But I'm going to let anything slide about about this episode because I thought it was okay. great. Yeah. Um, um, oh, yeah, oh I, sorry. I'm, I'm going backwards again. Yes. Can I go backwards a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the conversation that she has with Homer at the beginning. Yes. Um, and when he says, you don't seem to care about Nina, you know, yeah. and he's saying it in a psych- psychotherapist or psychologist yeah, yeah. way of saying, you know, Nina is you, you know, you are Nina and it's like you hate yourself kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, but as you know, she genuinely doesn't care about Nina. Yeah, you mentioned this before, didn't you? Saying about if they've swapped bodies, then Nina might very well be dead. She may have, yeah, she may have yeah. killed somebody else. And, it, yeah. and as far as she's aware, innocent person. Yeah, um, that's and I mean at least you'd think you'd have some kind of thought about but that. But you must think it doesn't really feel like that to Prairie though, does it? I mean, like it's not like she even had any choice about swapping, was she? In some ways, uh, swapping bodies. But, I mean, no, I well, uh, it was an, uh, something she's pleased about and tried to achieve. So right, okay. I mean, yeah. in the event, it was a little bit accidental, but it was certainly something that she wanted to happen. But she didn't know that. That was going to cause someone else's death. No, in doing she so, didn't. Did she? Yeah. But now that she knows it's possible, she might have done. I think a little bit of you know, uh, uh, kind of reflection would be wouldn't go amiss. Although, I do remember that in in many ways she must feel like she is Nina as well because they are in some ways the same yeah, person. Well, this, yeah. Okay, I think this will come up later about when you you know what is the relationship between yourself and your other dimensional yes, views, which I think. With, later in this yeah, episode, we would talk about this yes, as well. I'm sure yeah. lots, but anyway, there's, there's, a, it's a thing. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm quite as um, down on Nina for that as you are. I, I think it's so, it's so unclear what's going on that yeah. I think maybe you wouldn't be, you wouldn't have that sort of moral ambiguity about it. Well, she's a bit pissed off about her position at the moment, isn't she? She's got quite a lot on her plate as well, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. we've got. Yeah. So, escape next. Oh, I love a good escape. I love a good escape. <laughs> and this doesn't disappoint really. I no, think it's quite it's good. I mean, did make me think think that. I mean, hasn't Kareem got quite a lot to lose by doing this? I know he's a private yeah. investigator. Like he punches out a few like security people. He, in he, he takes somebody. He essentially abducts somebody someone from, from a, a, you yeah. know because if somebody's in a mental institute, you're sort of saying, well, they're a vulnerable person who can't make yeah. their own decisions. Yeah. So if you, I mean, it's like taking a child. In, in, I, I mean, guess if he way. gets found out, surely that's gonna, surely he'll at least lose his private investigation license. And don't you think when you, you know, he he would have had to give his name at some point on the reception? Oh, he did because he showed his pass in there. And yes. She called him Mister Washington. Yeah. So <laughs> that yeah. seems like a bit iffy. But and, maybe you could say that 
Kareem has got himself so deep into this, he's kind of like not not really caring. But I, I think at this point, he's still he knows something bizarre is going on, but he's still in. I'm being paid to find a missing child mode, really, isn't he? Yes, he. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's getting kind of quite deep in, isn't he? I'd say by the end of this episode, I can well imagine him doing something like that because he's seen such weird yeah, shit. Yeah, shit going down. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think yeah. we again. Yes. Let that one pass. Yeah. Um. So they get out, and I love it. So he's well, he kind of takes on the handling the four burly security men. Yeah. And he sends her off to get the car. We have a great scene of her. Okay. Um, uh, reverse. Uh, yeah. Because, so she's been blind quite a lot of her life. Then most of her life when she's been sighted, she's been in an underground cave. Yeah. And then she really, really hasn't been in, like she's been driven around a bit, obviously, in, yeah. her, in her Michigan life. But not that much, and probably wasn't paying attention to how cars. Certainly, worked. never had any driving lessons. Never had any driving lessons. Yeah. but she's because I'm sure I'm sure uh, Abel and Nancy didn't think like after she'd come back after being kidnapped, even though she now their first thought wasn't, I know, let's get some driving lessons. Might do. Don't drive. Yeah. Be quite. Um, um, be, be, it would have been really um, crass, sort of with the storytelling, but quite funny. If she'd had a little flashback to how she did have driving lessons when she was in Michigan, <laughs> yeah, <I mean> it <laughs> that wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Um, so, and it's and it, but it's good that she's a bit shit at driving because that really helps. Sort of, uh, she sort of almost racks into all the it's quite lucky. People. Has to be said, quite lucky, but it works well. Yeah, cream has to do the you know running, running and jumping in the car. The car. I'm not sure how easy that is actually. I think, well, I don't know. I mean, we've tried that, haven't we? You did climb in the window whilst we were driving a car. It's one of those I don't know how fast it was, though. We were going very slowly, yeah. and it was quite hard. And the children were very amused. It was. It was yeah. fun. Um, yeah. yeah, so harder to do. But obviously, stunt people do it all the time. So, you know, Yeah. Some people do it all the time. Stunt. stunt oh, people. right. Yes, okay. Not something. Yeah. Yeah, some people who do, who do know how to... Just for a laugh. They do it all stop. the time. Do it all the time. Um... <laughs> So then we go to now we're seeing um, Hap in mm. the, in the pool. Where is Hap when this is going on? He's at some mm. some big place with a big pool, and there's a flashy restaurant. It's like, and then he's going to he goes to the opera in the evening. What what the hell's he doing? Well, is he on some conference. Yeah, oh. yes. Do we get told? We get told he's out. Oh well, I suppose he's gone to bury Rachel. Yeah, but he's obviously got something else to do while he's there. Perhaps it's, you know, two birds with one stone kind of thing. Oh, you do hear about, like, you know, uh, professors and doctors going on some very flashy conferences. Yeah. This yeah. one looked like a pretty tasty so conference, if you ask me. he's going to a conference. He thought, I'll take the body. Yeah. It'll be out in the woods, so that'll yeah. be good. Get out into the city. Yeah. Um, then I'll have a swim and a sauna. And catch up on, on stuff. Yeah. Um, but so, so I quite, I'd, I'd liked the scene, the sauna scene. What are those two men talking about when he's sitting in the sauna? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, they're obviously doctors. That's why I made me think it was a conference because they're obviously doctors as well. They're talking yeah. about some patient or something, aren't they? Are yeah. They? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't remember exactly what they were talking about, but he was obviously getting quite irritated by them, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I've yeah. been told off about talking in saunas. So, oh, yeah, you have, yeah. haven't you? You know. Yeah. And, then the, and then the woman comes in. Yes. Great. I love the fact the other two men leave. It's great. Yeah. And that kind of, we're just a bit awkward, yeah. but we're not going to say anything. I instantly liked her from the moment she came in. Like, I knew she was going to be, I didn't realise she was going to be a major character, but she just seemed like a, 
Yeah. Yeah. So she's, yeah, she's a good, at, interesting seeming actress. Isn't yes. She? So called, and called Elodie her character. You think? No. Elodie. Yes. I thought maybe Melody, but I think we'll go. Yeah. I think, uh, I think I think it's Elodie. As we as we said before, we we uh we record this immediately after watching it, so uh yeah, barely we, any time to do any research for names or anything. Yeah. Apart from you researching Sizes, it was. You were getting a glass of water. Okay. <laughs> so I've written down my my only note I've written down for this scene is weird flirty tinnitus sauna talk. <laughs> yeah. So Elodie seems to be able to recognise other people who are interdimensional travellers. Yes. She's been around. I mean, yeah. She, she seems knows. like an old, be an old hand at this, yes. hasn't she? So yeah. she's got a lot more sort of jumps yeah. or whatever you call them travelling. That's, that's sort of introduction to her and her explaining that, I think, is probably uh, a symbol of my my love for this series is it's instances like that. I think are really good. You bring in a character, they say something and then your mind goes <laughs> and explodes with so many more possibilities to what the story might do. Yeah, yeah. no, no, it's good. It's good. really good. And yeah. it gets, essentially it gets a little bit more world building and yeah. um, kind of an exposition, but without it feeling heavy, you know, yes. you've just got, because you're just thinking, because people just say, it's the thing of saying a weird thing, like, I can hear your tinnitus. Yes, yeah. Which is mad. Quite creepy, really. Yeah. Do you but, know, yeah, mind a quibble, quibble before we talk about those. I I wish they could have chosen um, actors to play the parts who are a little less similar to each other. I thought she was Renata when she first came in, you know, because mm-hmm. she has a Spanish accent and she looks a little bit like her. She's, she's, she's older. Spanish, I thought it was more Eastern, West northern european okay are you, oh, right. are you going to tell me off now for like saying all foreign accents sound the same <laughs> no, well no I, i'm but, i'm pretty bad at that but she has so she has short uh, also short dark hair and, and it wasn't yeah. you know it wasn't completely bright in the source no and she's a little bit she does away. look a little yeah. bit like renata but that you know and it's it, true and you should really in the same way that in a book you might think i'm not even going to start two characters with the same letter in case people mix them up i just i just think sometimes you can make a little bit more of an effort to make people able to distinguish between characters a bit more. Because mm. it's not something, it's not a useful storytelling device, is it, for people to confuse two characters. You really no. don't want okay. them to. That's, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mind equivalent. Carmen, yeah. what was it? We'll get much more into Happen Elodie, a bit later on. So yes, because the, the body of their interesting stuff okay. happens later, doesn't the it? The next scene is, is Prairie and Kareem, and they're going through, they've got the map, haven't they? Not the map, yeah. rather the, the, the plans of the house, yeah. which we learn was built in 1910, built for somebody, built it for his wife, who was a medium. Yeah. Um, it's obvious that Kareem is beginning to think, oh, I've got a bit of a dud here. Yeah, I like that, because he said that there to... Before he helped Prairie escape, didn't he? He said, you turn out to be one of these people who just repeats themselves all the time. I like that a lot. Yeah, we sat like yeah. that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but once, once Prairie recognises uh, Michelle stroke Buck on his phone, yes. then he's kind of sort of... Yes. Yeah. Well, Although, completely. no, no, because he just says, oh, just... Oh, no, 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 yes, that's right, because he's he's told her just to thumb through the images. Yeah. We, we get a little bit more information because we find out that Hap was Ruskin's therapist. Well, not yes. Hap, but rather Hunter. Dr. Percy, yeah. So, we already knew that, actually, didn't we? Because we'd seen Dr. Percy and Pierre Ruskin have a conversation. Before. Yeah, but I didn't know they were... I knew they were related, but I didn't... Don't well, yeah, no, you're right, we didn't know the relationship, yeah. Um, we were reminded that... Um, Nina was Pierre Ruskin's girlfriend as well. Like, I think we yes. knew that, but we weren't completely, yeah, like, we weren't uh, completely sure, but we, yeah. we, yeah, that was sort of 
Obviously, so Pierre Ruskin is this background character who's definitely going to crop up somewhere, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Do you think he's going to be played by some immensely famous actor? Maybe. We've only seen him from the back of his head I so far, know. haven't we? Yeah. Right. yeah. He's, he's I think Kurt he had Douglas red hair, didn't he? Sorry, no. <laughs> Douglas. That's weird. Don't be played think... by an 80-year-old. I think he's dead anyway. No, I don't think he is. Oh, do you know? He's just really old. I, I don't think this is relevant. No, right, I don't fine. think it's not. Sorry. Um... Yeah, so we've got a little bit more information and seeing Michelle and we, she doesn't she doesn't say she sort of like brushes over it, doesn't she? She doesn't want to get too yeah. much into Michelle Stroke Buck. No. Um, Actually, it's a small question about um, costume here. I think so. Obviously, the first series, I'm guessing that that photograph is of the same actor that played Buck in the first series. Yeah. 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 So do you think they... Got, I'm not sure if the actor is male or female who plays Buck. I, I think that, well, the, uh, I'm pretty sure... Is a tr uh, he, they're a trans actor? He's a trans, a trans man, the I okay. would, would have been boy. But then, did they get to grow their hair, do you think? No, I think they have wigs. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. Because Buck has very short hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a wig. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's... Actually, I was wondering, thinking for a trans person, how would they feel about... Oh, you're going to have to play female as well. If you, you know, you. It's like I don't know. If you're I, an actor, I, I, I guess you. It's the same stuff. as a straight actor playing a, a gay yeah, role or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, 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 yeah. I guess yeah. so. But you're sort of. I mean, you're using. I mean, the thing is, you're using. Uh, it's an interesting aspect of of Buck's character. You know, that it's kind of a little bit intriguing. That you know. To, to anybody, yeah, um, don't see that many trans characters. In, no, yeah. you know that's useful, and it's 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 um, it's interesting because it's it's not the mainstream, yeah. and and it's intriguing. But this is actually this person's character as well, and sometimes I think. Oh yeah, but remember that the actor is playing Buck as a trans man in the Michigan reality, but then playing a different character in this reality. Yeah, 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 is, no, no, yeah. I'm sure. No. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't really know what my point was then. Um, so, uh, so they, they anyway, Kareem and Nina decide they're going to go to her apartment. But I think in between, before they get to their apartment, mm. we have another scene where we see Elodie, I think, and um, Hap, don't we? And they're in a... Is, it, is that before this or... I don't know. I've written No, no, that. no. I, no, I've just well, written I've her name written, down. I think, I've, yeah. I've written poor Homer, Renata and Scott. How would you feel if you were Homer? Yeah, yeah maybe don't what? maybe don't read out your confusing ads. <laughs> <laughs> just just like He's, talk about the ones that you do right, understand. I do now 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 I've read it out. I remember what the next scene is. The yeah. next scene is Homer talking to Renata and Scott. He's in a therapy. Oh session. yes, yes, yes. Um, and Scott's sort of saying, you know, Scott says things like, "You were, you know, it's ironic because you know you you really saved me. You were just a like a yeah. dumbass football star, yeah, and and you saved my life. And here you're a doctor. You, you can't, can't do, do anything, anything for, me. for me, yeah. Um, oh yes, that's what I thought. How would you feel if you were Homer? This is so confusing for for for. Well, not he's not Homer, is he? Doctor Roberts. Doctor Roberts. He's, you know, he's got a kind of you know, it, it's it's hard work being a, a, a like a junior doctor and. He's got all these people that are saying they've got this intense relationship with him. Yeah, and they're kind of getting the better of him, aren't they? Yeah, well? a lot of the time. Well, I think what doesn't help is that the three of them agree with each other, is it? It's almost yeah. like they're ganging up on him. Yeah. 
But but I mean that fact alone, and the fact that Scott and Renata were there to start with, and then Prairie was brought in without them ever having seemingly mm. met before, and they've still got the, a story that matches each other's. Surely that must give him pause for thought. Like, it must like, give him pause for thought. Yeah. But still, I mean, uh, what's the expression like? Great uh something massive. require great expl- explanation yes yeah. um pro- you know I, mean, uh, I can't remember the word but you know yeah if you've got something that's an extraordinary thing you're yeah. going to have to bring extraordinary evidence it, it, to, this to, is very to true to bear yeah and i'd have to say it's pretty fucking extraordinary <laughs> yeah I mentioned jumping. so yeah. you can understand yeah. um but it's it is a confusing i bet he can't sleep very well though dr roberts has to really do his head in, must not it? <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't get much time to sleep yeah. anyway, so that's fine. He's a bit of a sap with Dr. Percy, isn't he, Homer? Oh, he is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, yes, Dr. Yes, Dr. Percy. No, Dr. Percy. Oh, I won't well. do that. I'll try Try and do better this time, Dr. Percy. Uh, yeah. And he doesn't stand up to him when he's obviously doing no. incredibly out of order things. We haven't seen any of the other. Presumably there's more than just the two of them at this rather fairly big institute. But What? So Dr. Roberts and Dr. Percy? Yeah, there must be other junior yeah. doctors. But we just don't really get to see anyway, any of them. Yeah. So yeah. we're back to her, um, Prairie and Kareem. Trying to get into Nina's... Well, they're, no, they're, they're in Nina's they get, apartment already. Yeah, so there's no how did they, him. How did they get in? Is she it because, had a key, didn't she? She got in before. She has keys. Right. And I guess the doorman recognises her as well. I don't know how she has the key. But anyway, yes, the doorman recognises her. Wouldn't they have taken her. the keys off her when she went in? Yeah, and also you think once she escaped... From there, they would say, I know that the police are probably not massively overexcited, but they would probably, because it was a fairly violent escape, they would maybe have a look at her. Well, they kept, they, I mean, Black Kareem sees, like, Black patrol cars going past, doesn't he? It just, yeah. Yeah. No, but would be... they not see the lights were on? <laughs> or they'd just, you know, they'd have a word with the doorman. I suppose yeah. that doorman would probably, he's such a kind of elitist doorman, he would yeah. have... His loyalty would be to, to... What they should have had is the scene yeah. where where they come down to see the doorman and there's just a pile of four knocked out policemen that the doorman's dealt yeah. with. Yeah, he's that kind of doorman. <laughs> he's that kind of doorman, yeah. Exactly. But we'll let that one actually. slide. I, I, think, I do think you're right, though. Yeah. They, the police would have come and checked the apartment. But so anyway, they get back into the apartment. They get them, she's got in, but what they want to do is get into the secret room, yeah. the, the, the room that she's Now, this, this is possibly my favourite bit in this, in this programme, of like her just going, tell me a story. Yeah. Yeah. And Kareem tells a story, and then she goes, what is it? What she, she says? Uh, I've forgotten the number now. 10 or 5.53 or something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, she's instantly got it. <laughs> yeah, but the yeah. thing is, I really believe that will work as well. In some ways, like she just says, distract yes. me. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 It, there's a certain logic to it. Yeah. it. There's certainly, you know, it, it falls within OA logic for Definitely, sure because yeah. that's broad, fucking broad. Do you know what I'm, I my my um, theory about why they wrote that in some ways is because it's the kind of thing that we know that um, Britt Marling and um, Zach Elmentary, mm. I can't remember his surname, um, but that they write together, write their together. I bet you that's exactly the kind of like technique they use when they're a bit stuck. And they just, one of them will just go, tell me a story. And the other one's mind will just like tick over in the subconscious. Okay. Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I can would, imagine that. That yeah, would be my sure. theory. It's a, okay. I think it's a sort of common writing sort of like, you know, cheat, not cheat, but, but you know, to, so technique. to get you out yeah. of there. Oh, that's yeah. a good thought. 
And, and it's, it lets us learn a little bit more about Kareem. Yeah. Well, Kareem's brother, apparently, but actually yeah. we find out later. Well, we do find out. Kareem. And so that, that gives us the backstory to the other episode with the woman coming around who's his source, but yeah. he's actually his ex-girlfriend who's now pregnant. Well, we do, yeah, we thought we, we thought it was an ex-girlfriend, yeah. but this is, she's ex because she he, wanted Yeah, and he doesn't think you should bring children to this world. Which is fair, yeah. really Which is, fair enough. Yeah. And, um, and I think actually, I mean, I've, we've known personally people who are a really nice couple, but they've just, you know, one person wants to have a child and one person doesn't. That's Yeah, and that's that, the end of the relationship. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it can but, be as amicable as anything, but yeah. there's no way it can work. No. I mean, do we know enough about Kareem to sort of, you know, theorise about why he thinks that way? I think I think we should just accept that as a perfectly acceptable yeah, yeah. viewpoint. You know, you don't Climate have to... change or just well, just working in the police must be fairly. fairly uh... Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Do you think it implies? I, I I don't like the idea that somebody who doesn't want to have children that implies there's. Oh no 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 no! I wasn't saying that, but just his his comments saying uh, saying you know, in his story, the way he tells it, he says, you know the reason the guy doesn't want children is because this is a terrible world and you should bring children into it. Uh, so we do yeah. hear we do That's hear that true. as a, as a reason. I'm not, no, I'm in no way suggesting that yeah. not having children is a perfectly What choice, is a noise show? Noise I guess it's a sort of genre of music that is, you know, some sort of really sort funky. of, yeah, thrashy, dirty electronica or, I don't know, I'm not up on dirty that kind electronica. of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or cream, heavy metal sort of yeah. cream smoking yeah so everywhere smoked every. I really I like that smoked in her apartment yeah and didn't really? sort of like say is it okay for smoking here yeah I, yeah I thought that was a bit weird actually but I, I like it I liked it I like, it's sort of transgressive in a way that could, it couldn't be 20 years ago <laughs> yeah yeah it really is and yeah. something's yeah, sadly maybe still thinking it cool yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm over the page. So give me a minute to read what I've written. Well, so what we've got to is ah, they've opened the room. The they find all the tapes. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. That's great. When the shows. I mean, it's great. So another another her. OA head explosion. Yeah. Of what the hell are the tapes? It's a yeah. huge amount. But they do fairly quickly work out that she's recording her dreams. Yes. Because, which um, we know which that... links back to the what's going on at Kiri, isn't it? Yes. But, uh, by the way, do you know how to spell Kiri? Have we actually seen it? I'm just okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's such there's great humour as they're listening to them, and you're I mean you're 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 thinking is she just reading a sexy story? Yes, or which which I know I know my ideas about her being a high class <laughs> prostitute were like completely ridiculous, but it did make me have a memory of them. Oh, there yeah. is a certain element. I mean, with her in that octopus, there was a bit of a sexy vibe going exactly. on, wasn't there? And, you know, and her outfits are like, I mean, they're classy mm. sexy, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Um, but, yeah, the, 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 and there's loads of these tapes, aren't there? It's like, she's obviously... Are they just why, old, old tapes? Like why cassettes old, as well? Why yeah, on cassette? Yeah. That is a bit freaky, because they're, they're up with their technology, aren't they, in general? Yeah, I mean, way. we find out how they're being recorded later, but what, why could they not have had just... I think that's quite purposeful, having old school cassettes. I don't Maybe. Think that's, I don't think that's just... It, it's not like it's written by somebody who's like so old like us that we'd think I'd record things on no. cassettes. Um, no, but we haven't found out why yet, I don't think, have no, we? No, yeah. no. I must say, it's easier to visually for a TV programme... 
to have a row of cassettes rather than like yes. MP3s. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. But that still doesn't completely explain it. Yeah. Um, we're back to Homer. Oh, yes. hang on, hang on. I've got. Mm. I did write down one of the lines from the from the cassettes. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, go ahead. The sweat sits there like it's owls. <laughs> I like that one, which also made me think he was recording dirty tapes. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah that may say something about you. Yeah, I um, think I'd write, like to have written down quite a lot of those lines, actually. Let's go back. Again, um, lots of phones in this series all the time, aren't they? Phones play a big part in this. Like, mm-hmm. the well, um, Kareem's got all of the information on his phone, the games on the phone. We have the little thing we have to talk about in a minute with Homer and his phone. Mm. Um, and they say something about her... F- no, no, I don't worry, I don't know what that means. Not sure <laughs> what that means okay, so yeah. should we talk about Homer and his... Can I also mention mm. as well about the... There's lots of mirroring scenes in this episode. And I think they've done it before mm. where you get like... Um, Homer and his date in a restaurant and then yeah. uh, Hap and Elodie in a restaurant. And you yeah. get... You get uh, going from water in one scene to Kareem looking at a fish tank in the next scene. I know it's not a, it's not a completely novel film technique, but it mm-hmm. seems quite forceful in this. Yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And, and particularly the, the final scene with Prairie on stage and Hap watching an opera. You know, this uh, stage and a stage. You know, and an audience yes, and yes, an audience yes. kind got, of thing. Yes, yeah. yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I did get kind of interestingly confused about that. Yeah. Um. I, I want to go back to Homer on Tinder. <laughs> yes. Another of my always favourite scenes in this film. It's so, it's so, this episode. It's so sort of a bit sad, isn't it? I think it's really interesting for for me because I am outside of the Tinder age. Or, yeah, or, or neither of us or, or have ever like, used Tinder. Well, as we're admitting to each other anyway. Yes. <laughs> so at least for the purpose of this podcast, we, we have to pretend that we yes. well. But I genuinely, and I think like lots of people are kind of just fascinated by how it all works, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my understanding is it, it could be pretty, and I think this is a nice display of the sort of dispiritingness of the Tinder thing as he's looking at, and he sees the picture of the receptionist at work. Yes. And... I thought he was the one he was he was corresponding no, with. This no, no, no. Yeah. He does. Sixty swipes swipe left, left and yeah. right, isn't it? I, can't, I don't know which way around yeah. it goes. Yeah. But he obviously, I just quite like the way he thought he. It, it, it's almost like I thought he might have gone for her if it wasn't for the fact that. Well, of course, you're not going to you, that. You're yeah, not going to yeah, do yeah. it with somebody you work with. That's weird. Yeah. Um, but I thought that must actually happen. That must be a common thing that people find on Tinder. People seeing that people they know, they know. Yeah, and it's like. And seeing their oh. public, their Tinder self yes. rather than their real self. Yeah, which is really different from Yeah. Me. I was wondering if the whole reason why the receptionist was kookily, or kooky and like very particular and the way she looked was just so we could recognise her on Tinder in this scene. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he does, he has a kind of rather distracted conversation. Yeah, surely. Finish the conversation with Dr Percy and then do your <laughs> Tinder date for... God's sake, man. Because doesn't he... <laughs> Both of these things are important. Doesn't he yeah. slightly mess up with, in the conversation? So when he's typing back to her, she says... I couldn't quite read everything he was I typing. Did but you? I just noticed the net last comment was... Well, the last few comments is she says, I'll be in red vinyl. Yeah. Which she doesn't wear red vinyl. Yeah, I so was confused that. So maybe that's just a saucy 
comment. Right. I mean, that's the sort of see, con, you know, yeah. image of somebody. Yeah. And he says, me too, yeah. which I imagine is probably a response to a previous thing. Yeah. And she says, bold move, or, <laughs> or bold. Yeah. Which I quite like. Um, but... Yeah, do you not, do you think they were purposely saying? Because I, I think you're right. You've, you've you've brought up before that they do kind of use phones a lot, and they yeah. and they often have these images of like slack jawed teenagers. Yeah, uh, yeah. On their phones. Sometimes a whole room with them. Yes. Yeah. And you know, to the, the, I mean, I think one of the worst, and, and many people of all ages are bad at you know doing two things at once, and, yeah. and really not. Not concentrating either. either. Yeah. Um, and that was a good example of, of you know, somebody really should have... He, he'd fucked up, hadn't he? With his, yeah. he's, he's in a shit with this, you know, letting the OA go. I, I think the... I think it shows the writers... Uh, demonstrates what the sort of concerns of their... Gen- I mean, I, I think the writers are both in their 30s, I think. So yeah. shows the concerns of who... And that makes them, what, 10 years younger than us. So... <laughs> show, <laughs> a bit more... <laughs> Well, we don't wear in the thirties, they are. Yeah. But it shows that there must be a concern for. So I guess that means if you're in your thirties, you haven't completely grown up with smartphones. Smartphones have exploded whilst you've been a twenty-something. Yeah. And now you're you've had them for a number of years, and it's and this series demonstrates quite a lot of concerns about phones. I think doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like you say, slap jaw teenagers doing too many trying yeah. to do things at once. The fact that a game a game on a phone has sort of been the thing that sat people in. Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't I, think I think, I think if purposeful. forty somethings have been writing this, I don't think they would have written it in the same way. No, we'd they have wouldn't have to shit, wouldn't we? Really, yeah. been, we wouldn't have yeah had any understanding. Yeah, so. um, not not yeah. anyway. I couldn't write yeah. it. Um, back to Cream and Prairie. Yes. So now now they've they found uh, her, her phone. phone. Where did they find her phone? Because they, they have. Is it just in a bag? I think they're just emptying a bag, aren't they? Because he says before yeah. about that. Doesn't Cream say something about, oh, it's it's something on the phone? And okay. She's like, yeah, the phone. Okay, yeah. so I think that this is a bit of a plot hole because. Or a missed scene. Who, what's 30 mm. something woman in her right mind living in San Francisco on a boat when someone, an interdimensional traveller, jumps in your body? wouldn't have her phone on her. Phone would have been on her then yeah. when she went to the hospital. Oh, well So he uh, would have travelled with her at that point. Yeah. She it wouldn't have been left at home. She does the house, yeah. doesn't she? Before being committed. Oh, yeah, but to the flat. but no, she wouldn't well, leave her phone. Yeah, I mean well, they well, do. Uh, I think they empty it out of a handbag or something, don't they, when they when they find the phone? But anyway, anyway okay. that's, it's a it's a minor point. I could just about sort Put that into canon, just about. Okay. But um, you can explain what that means no, for people, I've right? Head canon, isn't it? That's the word. Head canon meaning you, 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 you can't. You know, they, there may be a bit of a missing information, and you just create that information. So in my yeah. head, what she did is when she went back to her the flat, yeah, she had been told that there were rules that you weren't allowed any phones in this institution for the next couple of weeks, so she left it there. That seems an acceptable. Okay. Bit of head cannon yep. for the for the point of the story. Anyway, they find a phone they and they phone. find that it has syzygy on on the phone. And she unlocks it with her finger. Which was kind of a thing they go, oh, about which even I know that I've got a phone that I don't unlock with my finger. Yeah, you so can have some trouble unlocking your phone with your finger. <laughs> but you do it. it. Just sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> but um 
Um, yes, that was that was kind of like a, ooh, and I thought, oh, that's that was a little bit like the Kareem telling her the story and her and her remembering the number, wasn't it? It's like she's got some of Nina's. I mean, we're gonna you're gonna allow for this, aren't you? She can remember some things that Nina can do. Well, she doesn't have to. I mean, she doesn't have to remember that. He does. He actually puts her finger on the sensor. Oh, it was just a fingerprint. It yeah. wasn't a moving a finger around no. thing. Ah, sorry. That's I, what I mean. That's I what I mean. That. It's a fingerprint. Yeah. So, um, er, that's, yeah. and I had a sudden thought of thinking, oh, well, that's not so secure, is it? Because what if somebody takes over my body? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, well, it's not very likely. So You'll still, be dead anyway, so who fine. cares? Yeah. I'll, I'll still continue using the fingerprint thing on my phone. It's fine. Um, yeah. So... They find the phone, yes, and then they phone it up, they phone yeah. up Scissors G. Now she makes a bit of a mistake, doesn't she? Because she doesn't sound Russian when she's on the phone. She <laughs> ought to sound Russian. Because she'd done a bit of, when does she do the practice? Is oh, that's before? a bit later. We'll bit come later. on to that. Yeah. Right, yes, yes. Oh. So she uses a normal accent. And, 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 the, and the, whoever's on the other end of the phone says, you, you sound a bit strange. Yes. She goes, oh, yeah, I've got a bit of a cough, but still doesn't sound Russian. <laughs> no, but anyway, yeah. she says that she wants to come tomorrow oh no tonight yeah and the voice says please come dressed for the occasion and again i'm thinking high class prostitute <laughs> does yeah well but yeah. she doesn't ask what that means i mean that could no. mean you know, scuba gear or or sort yeah. of like really warm clothes or, yeah. or all sorts of things but she just kind of goes for the high class prostitute look well um, yeah not not just high class prostitute look but you know also very yes, smartly smart dressed woman, woman. look yeah. but she doesn't have any idea? So what? What they also say something like it will take us some time to prepare the equipment. Yeah, they're not kidding, are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we it later on makes a bit of sense why this is a big thing. But they, I mean, that's quite a scary thing for her character. Is like, what on earth is she walking? Yeah, into? prepare the equipment. Yeah, so like, okay. <laughs> but she is nothing if not prepared yeah. to kind of jump into. So things. so. Before we actually get to find out about what mm. all this is about, we go back to um, we've, we've got, got two very good scene, very good uh, scenes with Elodie and Hap, which is mm. Elodie sort of like teasing him a bit about what the. Again, what don't actually, you think yeah. this is yet again? It's another thing of oh, the movements they were a bit stupid, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> she just literally laughs her head off at yeah. the thought of five people doing the movement. What is it she? What is it she says after that when she's oh. laughed at the movement? Oh, it says there are other ways to travel or something. Yeah, yeah, it's. Oh, I think she says it's such a, an unusual method. <laughs> yeah, you know, kind of trying to be polite about it. And the hat looks all a bit sort of like. Yeah, yeah we know. Sort of, well, yeah, okay. Oh, well, you know the movements. <laughs> she says something about. She says there's other methods. There's other mo ways of traveling, as yeah. in you know different forms of transport, all sorts of different forms of transport. But they all need fuel, some yes. kind of similar fuel. Yeah. She can't explain what the fuel is, but she can show him. Yeah, that's always a bit of a story thing, is it? Why can't you tell him? <laughs> yeah. Does she not know the words? Well, that's kind of classic in, in OA yeah. stuff, isn't it? It's a yes. very touchy-feely, kind of not strictly rational world where things are fuzzy logic. And although for someone that she knows who has already travelled from a different dimension, I don't think there's anything that you couldn't at least make an attempt with words. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, no, that's a very it's yeah. a very storytelling. Um, yeah. So what's the other cliche? But yeah. 
there's also so so also this is the bit so this is what we're talking about with being different characters different so she's talking about she's obviously jumped around a few dimensions yeah. and she says about being um you have to make a flight plan or something um but the the bit i was i wanted to get to is her talking about how she felt very confused in this actress's body yes and yeah. how she looked at the actress's all the films she watched all her dvds yeah and i was i found that interesting because yeah. i just thought that i wonder if that's something that an actress i mean we know you know the writers are the well he's one of Brick the Marling is the know, star is yeah. the star is a, a writer and an actress and i just wondered if that was commentary about looking at your work as an actress and thinking god that's weird look at me i'm uh I'm a Russian diplomat. I'm all something. these different people. Yeah. yeah. I, but also, um, it's, it's pertinent just, to the yeah, plot. She yeah. still says something about, I realised that I had something in common with this woman. Yeah. Um, so I think she's sort of saying, I'm so, a different character. Yeah. Like all these different dimension people, they're quite different characters, but they've got some sort of core to them. She so. said about her being in the actress, but she said, I realised that she realised that herself and the actress were both hungry for the human condition yes. to think. And I guess that's what she's making an analogy yes. with the interdimensional jumping. Yeah. Yes. So she's kind of saying that she finds it fascinating to be in all these different bodies because she learns something new about being human each time, I guess. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So that's what her, her, she's a real sort of travelling... Because it feels like they're coming at the whole business in very different directions. She's got this her kind and of, yeah, yeah. She's just a, you know, an interesting kind of cosmopolitan traveller. Yeah, she does feel like a cosmopolitan dimension mm. traveller, doesn't she? And yeah. he, on the other hand, is is just hard nosed scientist. Hard -nosed, yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, he is. I mean, I know you said he's he, he feels he's you know he's a scientist he's exploring. I suppose he is, but there's more. You felt he was just sort of like, oh, well, I've fallen on my feet in this dimension. I'm really well off and I'm a successful and well-known. And he's more in it for what he can get, isn't he? Than he's in it for the prestige, really, isn't he? He yes. wants to be the person who who has found all this out. And Although God knows how he's going to write a paper about it at the end yeah, of it. Yeah. Publish it into dimension. Which, yeah, which dimension will he publish it in? <laughs> it's tricky. Well, maybe more than one. Yeah. I'm um, famous in this dimension, but that yeah, one, I'm no one. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Where? What else have we got going on? So we go, we flicker a bit back between. And then, now we get to Homer and his date. Yes. Know. Yeah. And Another really just, good scene. Yeah. Again, I love, I do, I don't know. Sometimes you get things where you just think these are conversations that a lot of that kind of chattering class conversations, well, I mean, certain kind of conversations I've had. Um, so you've got uh, his date, is it Yassi? I didn't really catch her name. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, are uh, talking about death and our sort of feelings about death and how we're and, not very well well adjusted to death yeah and, considering yeah. this kind of extending life you know maybe yeah. infinitely um death, although and there's a sort of slightly sexy bit where she says something about how death is the you know it's the underlying reason for all the things we do mate appropriate yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is sort she's of saying that when she's got like a bit of food in her mouth at the same time yeah. i think isn't it yeah <laughs> Homer doesn't seem very good at doing dates like this, does he? He's a bit he's uncomfortable. Not, he's, yeah. not. he's talking about his, his work and yeah. he tells her a little bit about, um, you know, everything that's happening in his world. She's And I like her line saying, no, you know, a straight guy who does something other than driving this car. Yeah, that's name. brilliant. <laughs> that's, that seems like the, uh, 
the um, scorn of a woman who's lived on the West Coast quite a long time, and yeah. this is all the kind of guys she meets. That's very true. I like Homer talking about, so she says, what did she say you did? Yeah, something. meaning referring to Prairie and yes. her story about being mm -hmm. kidnapped. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he said, uh, he has a line, something along the lines of, I ran around naked for a while, I found a sea creature and swallowed it whole. Yes. Which I suppose, so that's meaning the bit when he knows he has a near-death experience and that's yeah. the bit there where We saw that, didn't we? In we the saw part. that and yeah. it's the bit where he's actually in the roof above the institution. Yeah. Um, so, so thinking about that, thinking about what we know about like there being an octopus at the end of this, yes. an intelligent octopus it seems mm -hmm. like, an octopus with a consciousness equivalent to ours, What's the significance of Homer swallowing a sea creature in the near-death experience in part one? Um, that he is taking on the consciousness of the mother. Oh, yeah, all right. Do you, do you hear me fading off into... I so I have know. a theory. Okay, you go, go, I have go, a, go. I have a theory that... So, okay, we've got from the the kidnappees, if that's a word, from part one, yeah. uh, as in Scott and Renata and Rachel and um, Prairie mm -hmm. and Homer, mm. uh, discounting... Prairie, because she didn't travel with the others, Hap mm. travelled with those five. Scott, Renata and Rachel and Hap all travelled into these other bodies, but Homer, something happened, he yep. didn't travel in the same way. Sure, yes. I think his consciousness is in the fish, in the fish tank, in the uh, in the uh, institution. And I think that's what him swallowing the um, sea creature in the near-death experience is about. That's my theory. That's yeah. no, I quite like that. Yeah, so and especially nice. because we're knowing that sea creatures are something somehow important in this, aren't we? To do with the octopus, or whatever. Yeah. I love the fact yeah. that this is bonkers now. It's isn't really it? gone, really full, gone bonkers. full bonkers. I love it. So it yeah. really gives it a lot of scope, yeah. and it's doing it with heart and enthusiasm. Yeah, and yeah. Absolutely not holding back. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's good. Um, Yes, okay, let's pin that thought about... I think that is quite important about him eating the sea creature. Yeah, That's and especially... And, and then we have the scene where he swallows the... Yes, the, what exactly goes on there? He swallows his... Well, also, I think he's trying he to... seafood of some description? I think he? he's trying to just be a little bit sort of madcap and a bit, you know, sort of like, I'm your mad date. And mm -hmm. so he's like... And he tells a story about swallowing the sea creature whole, picks up, a, I don't know what food is, probably a bit of... You don't think it's supposed to be, oh, I thought yeah. it was like a corn or something. Oh, anything. And then Sue swallowed it, oh, and then almost choked. And did you not think when he did it, I thought, here comes another near-death experience. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 I did. And then and I love the fact it wasn't. I think, yeah. So well, do you think that was supposed to be, okay, so here's the thought that every time you have a near-death experience, you, you, you divert. It may be the parallel universes, they spring out. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Yeah, say that again. So, we've we've had some disagreements. We have about had some disagreements about this. Yes, but you know because you're you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this you will be a common confused. theme in these podcasts where where anyway, uh, anyway. Tyler doesn't actually admit to being wrong. <laughs> I do so. Anyway, anyway. he um, well, yeah yeah because like you do. <laughs> um, Come on now. Okay okay sorry. So 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 we know that. We know that the universe is split, the Minnesota and the San Francisco, part Mi one, Michigan. part two, Michigan, Michigan sorry, yeah. yes. Um, uh, 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 the universe is split, we believe, um, because Prairie Stroke Nina doesn't get on the bus, so she doesn't have the near-death experience. So that... Wait, wait, wait. The, the Michigan and the San Francisco ones are split. <laughs> yes. 
I thought they were split because Prairie got shot in the school <laughs> shooting. I've done it again. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I did it in the other podcast as well. I'm like, right, forget it. I might even edit this bit out. <laughs> no, please don't. Um, yeah, so let they get they, they, they split because she doesn't get on the bus so that she doesn't nearly drown, so she doesn't have a near-death experience. Right, yes, okay. Yeah. yeah, I do agree with you about that. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> right. I'm gonna calm down there. Um so 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 perhaps I mean there's lots of really people think that there's this I mean genuinely think universities may universities uni, universities dimensions may split off to parallel universes may be created just to because of some like quantum change. Well all the time, any, genuinely. All the yeah. time, just because it was too I mean, ridiculous. But in this story In this story Yeah it's just because of uh, individual having a near-death experience. Don't yeah. think about that. Creates this this um, split. Yeah. Um, so Homer, almost he doesn't. He could have done. He doesn't have a near-death experience. And then I thought there was some point where he's kind of thing feeling, getting a vibe that there's another parallel universe that's now being created where he did have a near-death experience. Oh, what in, the, in, in the, the restaurant there? One. Yeah, yeah, so that one's to carry on. But there's a sub... Where did you get thought. this vibe from? Just the look on his face? Yeah, I thought in his... Yeah, that was okay. it. Okay. No, that's an interesting theory. I like that. Let's hold that theory for okay. uh, for a future future episodes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah. The, their date is going kind of well. Well, sort of, yeah. Yeah. She's a good um, date, though. I liked her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She's nice. I mean, I, I think maybe they're... Possibly they're... I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We're going back to... Kareem and Nina Kareem, in the flat. Kareem. Yeah. Um, Kareem and Perry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, yes. She's uh, doing her makeup. She's trying to sound a bit... Practicing a Russian accent. Practicing yeah. a Russian accent, which is probably fine, because I think it's her doing it in the first place. So, yeah, okay, that's fine. Probably um, Russians mortally offended by her Russian yeah. accent. Yeah. Do you know the thing I really like about the next bit? When she goes in, Kareem's just sort of staring off to the distance. She comes in and he turns around and he sees her. Yeah. And I thought... Oh, we're going to do that thing where the woman's made herself up, looks really beautiful, or, you know, yeah. making bunny ears beautiful. Well, I suppose beautiful, she's obviously beautiful, but like made up fancy. He turns around and goes, <gasps> You look amazing. You look amazing. Yeah. He doesn't. He goes, Oh, Al. But he goes, Well, fucking hell. Yeah. I've just. I've just, seen you in my dream. Yeah. Yeah. Which, to anybody else in a normal world, you'd go, Oh, that's creepy and weird. Yeah. But the OA, that's. Part of the course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she just yeah. says something like, what And to happens? be fair, he doesn't say it in a kind of like, I really fancy you way. No. More like a kind of, oh, I'm really scared of you sort yeah, of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is creepy yeah. and weird. But, but she isn't creeped out. A good, um, so that kind of tells us that this is, this is flashing back to the very first scene yeah, of the very yeah, first yeah, episode yeah. of this second part. We weren't part, even sure if that was no. Kareem's dream. Or no, but now we're no, sure no, that yeah. was Kareem's dream. Yeah. And so Kareem has dreamt about... Nina stroke the OA stroke Prairie at some, or well, at least at least a woman that that reminds that yeah. she reminds him of. I think yeah. we're sort of we're getting into it later on with the octopus which suggests there's a connection between the two of them, between the two of Kareem and Prairie, right? Well, which is why which is why I'm ver- veering towards the description of syzygy being the man woman, uh, uh, what was it? Um, Female male pairings, a union of opposites. Oh, okay. Somehow, Kareem and I don't, I don't know in what way, a sort of Gnostic, Gnostic way, but okay. who knows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, 
Yes. So, uh, and just before just before we go to Nina and Kareem getting to the club, mm. uh, oh. we have Homer splitting the bill. Oh. <laughs> in the restaurant. So, so when he, I mean, I've got some sympathy. I mean, we, I, I, you know, I, I, yeah. I understand. I, I, yeah. I, I think that. I mean, the thing is, when you're like a vegetarian that doesn't drink, then you really get shafted with bills sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but you weren't. You weren't. That uh, you weren't uh, not drinking when you were going out on dates with people though, like that, were you? Uh, I don't think. No. I don't think I. No. But, but that was that's not really important. Yeah. Anyway. But the thing is, it comes across. It doesn't come across as it very across sort of like. Dickish. Yeah. It's not well, not, not but dickish, think, but it's not very. No, but I think dickish. now, um, I think it would seem if you're going out on a first a first date, um, yeah. I think it's a little bit like not done to pay because. Oh no! No, I'm not suggesting he pays. No, it's, he, doesn't pay. he doesn't just split it in half. It's not. It's quite close to half, anyway, isn't it? It is really close to half. But I can I didn't actually get note of the figures. Is his just slightly? His less is forty nine, and hers is forty four. So he doesn't want to make her pay for oh, a little bit of his. So that's his. At least he's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's quite. These cute. are the problems of uh, modern dates, really, aren't they? Yeah, because even yeah. if even maybe. Yeah, so so there's still maybe a slight presumption if you if you say oh I'll, I'll pay you I'll pay your fiver you know that might be thought of as a presumption or it might be seen as your you know you should we should be oh god yeah you know what you should have done you should have waited for her to look at the bill that would have solved it then she'd have had to move yeah, aside she'd have that well, would have solved it for for him but not for her oh yeah but also so you can kind of say that in a sort of like a, you know in the past patriarchy would have always oh. had the guy looking at the that's bill that's true that's true yeah. so if we just swap it and because we have a yeah. sort of power dynamic whereas because my my concerns they're all about sort of maybe about mostly kind of female power, about power and balance power and balance yeah. so if you give so that's fine yeah so let her look just at the make bill. sure women take the bills yeah okay, there we go well, that's good that's sorted yeah. can that be our that be our um one word of advice from this from this one podcast yeah. well yeah. something you can learn first date first, first date, date make sure the woman takes the bill yes well, may, assuming you're in heterosexual pain. Yeah, okay. Anyway, I think we're getting off the story. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Right, crib yeah. over pill. So much which, more excitingly. But then, oh, hang on, because we've got to talk about after the bill, they also they go out and you think the date's gone well, but it's. I think it's like that bill quibbling has screwed it for her. I don't know. Yeah. We don't really know much about her, her motivation, but yeah. she's not into it, but... He's sort of saying, well, what should we do? And she says, oh, I'm a bit tired. I'm like, Gluten really makes you sleepy. <laughs> Which is, which is such a great. I'm trying to get out of this. I don't, you know, excuse. Gluten makes me sleepy. I'm gonna just use that all the time now for things I don't want to do. Ah, so gluten makes. So me the sleepy. gluten makes me sleepy. Because yeah. then he's saying he's got some line about. Oh, I've got. A, we could lie in the park. And I've got an app. We could look at the constellations. Which is again more phone discussion as well. Yeah, I thought. I actually thought the Homer, the Dr. Roberts in this this dimension was a little bit cooler than he actually is. He's actually... No, he's not. I know, but I, is, I, I yeah. like him. But, yeah, oh no, I like him, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's endearing. Yeah. Um, back to... Nina and Kareem. Yeah. yeah. Right, now we now we crank the yeah. bonkers dial up a bit, don't yeah. we? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So... So first of all, when mm-hmm. they're going into the club, when the, um, the, uh, they drop them off there, mm. it says Syzygy... Dressed like a man on the doorway. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Yeah. She's not dressed like a man. Why? Why did it say dressed like a man? Um, I think I think because they initially they go through a kind of 
like tailors, like this a tailor shop, and then the back of it they've got the people like on the sewing machines. Oh, so it's just a front, the bit the front, yes. the sewing machine is just a yes. bit of front, right? It's yeah. not very convincing front, is it? I mean, where do you where do you get like a load of old women on sewing machines at like ten o'clock at night in a? I don't know. There's like, like those terrible working conditions are probably like immigrant workers and all. Well, San Francisco's know. changed since we were there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so, oh, well, of course, this is another dimension. This is about, you know, we have all these little instances where strange little things that are going on in San Francisco might be because it's a different dimension. Yes. Yeah. They were um, usually wrong, but it's actually what's actually going on in San Francisco. Um, yeah. did, I thought, I don't know, did they did they arrive in a driverless car? I didn't notice that. You said they did, I but I wasn't did, quite and sure. I didn't yeah. go back and look, but I, yeah. I might take that out. I thought, they, which would at least sort of clear up the whole. Well, it would make, I mean, it might set it a few years in the future, you could suggest as well. Like if I, uh, think they have, I don't think they have to go into the future to have a driverless car. I, I don't think they're actually in public. Yeah. Uh, they do lots, lots of tests. I mean, the millions of miles of tests, but I don't think you get a driverless car on the road. Really? No, I, I don't think, think so. Okay, right. Ignorance. I could be wrong. Inform yeah. us, people. Yes, please tell us. Yeah. yeah. Email address at the end. Um. So they're going to the club, and that's of course the famous TV film club. I love TV I love film clubs. Club. TV film clubs. They're brilliant. <laughs> They're, they they're look like normally, the best clubs, oh, don't they? They've always got people, like performers, doing yeah. their thing. Nobody really enjoying themselves, so to speak. And the people that go to these clubs, no one is anything less than nine and a half out of ten weird. Wow, yeah, yeah. they're really debauched. Yeah. They are, they're, they're really well dressed. Did you notice one part where um, Prairie's standing at the bar having a drink and, and some guy walks past in like, I don't know, he's in like a sort of, a Russian army outfit or something, and then someone else walks past in something equally bizarre, completely different behind them. I didn't know. Just wait a minute. Yeah, it's 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 that's great, and and I think that's fine. I think it, to yeah. to be a kind of like essentially, it's it's just like the. Uh, the, the front room of, of the real show, which is the Crazy Octopus show going on behind. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is just the, this is just like the, the mirage for the, for yeah, the back room. Yeah, this, yeah, this is like the, 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 the yeah. you know, fairly low level stuff. But, so, so she goes in and kind of gets, people recognise her, mm. like the, the guys who run the place recognise her. And then she starts speaking Russian. How does she know Russian? Well, she remembers Rummy remembers she's still... Uh, you know, she learnt Russian. Russian is a lot of time, isn't it? I suppose. How old was she in the bus crash? Mm, seven. She's definitely school age, isn't she? Okay. Plus, so six or seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I'd forgotten that. I thought this was like a sort of like hop back to. No. She got a bit of Nina in she's her. She's obviously like really out of practice. Yeah. Um, no, they said they talk about like your dad as well. Like these. Yeah. So if, remind me, can you remember? Her dad was a slightly. Was an oligarch. Oligarch, you get, you get the, is, is yeah. He a dodgy character. Well, he, with what we saw of him, he seemed like a nice dad to her. But yes. he, my remembering of it is that he's one of these Russian guys that got caught up in the whole, you know, collapse of communism. Made a lot of money. Scrabble, out of stuff. scrabble for it's kind of dodgy businessman. Yeah. Yeah, and you, in a in a way that you couldn't help being slightly dodgy if you wanted to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get ahead, sort of thing. And, okay, do you have to be judgmental? No. But, or you're not judgmental. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay. Um, what does, so, what does the guy say about her dad? 
Oh, I didn't note it down. But they do mention her father anyway. And we know that oh, he's died by this. Oh, you said something about, I haven't, heard, I haven't heard any contact for you for a week. Yeah. It's just, just a week, isn't it? So she's only been in the institution yeah. for a week. Yeah, we forget that, don't we? Yeah, yeah. so it's not much time's passed. Um, if, uh, if you know, if this had happened with your dad, you know, could you imagine your dad letting that happen? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, well, I don't really know. She's So obviously she's got a lot of contacts with Syzygy. Yes, I mean, I, I think we're just meant to be bamboozled by his comments at the moment. We don't know what he's talking no, about at the moment. No, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what were the wacky choir boys about? Yeah. I mean, that's even before the octopus, isn't yeah. it? I yeah. I don't think, I think that was just a little thing that happens in TV club. That was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, you don't have to think of it. When, you, when you're thinking, what should we have happen in this club when you're writing, it's like, we can have anything happen in this club. It can be, I know, let's get a load of child actors in. We'll put sunglasses on them. We'll dress them in not very many clothes. It's all right, because their parents or chaperones will be nearby. We can do that. And then we'll just have them sing angelically. And everyone will love it. <laughs> well. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, right. Yeah. Got to go to that club. Yeah. Um, we've got, uh, so oh, we also learned that, obviously, unsurprisingly, Nina's a hard drinker with her vodka and milk. Yes. Doctor. What is it she says to the barman? She says, um, she says, uh, I don't want to get drunk, was it? Something like that, because yeah. I think he says, not enough vodka not for enough you. Vodka. Yeah. And she says, I don't want to get drunk. Yeah. And he says, here, mix her another one. So the, the Nina's, a, we want to know more about Nina, don't we? What Nina was like, really. It's, I wonder if we'll ever get to find out. Yeah. Do you think if, okay, imagine, okay, you were single. Yeah. Would you rather go out with the OA... Nina. Well, how old am L- I? I mean, to be fair, you'd be fucking lucky to go out with either of them. No, sorry, I didn't mean that. But I didn't, anyway, can sorry. you like you know rewind me to a younger age and then? Yeah, then, rewind yeah. to a younger age and then I'm sure you'd be in there like thin. Um, <laughs> uh, who would I? Uh, uh, I think Nina sounds more fun, she doesn't she? The other is a bit ponderous. She, yeah, <laughs> she is. I mean, yeah. I mean, anyway. one thing she'd be able to find to try and hope find Homer or something. The ex yeah, problem, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. It, you, yeah, you wouldn't be her yeah. first choice. Um, Mind you, Pierre Ruskin would probably have me killed. Yes, yeah, <laughs> just instantly. Where we find find him? We'll find out more. We still got. We go back to Homer for a little bit again. Where where Hap is instructing him to find out something from Scott. Yeah, he it? says he's like, yeah, I'd quite like to do some work. I work well. <laughs> such such shit. Just had a really bad days. Oh, I'm surprised he doesn't no. call. Um, Dr. Percy stroke hat dad at one point. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's really yeah. a father oh, figure to him, isn't it? Um, yeah. So, and he says, although it's the middle of the night, yeah, go and talk to Scott. Yeah. So you can, you can just wake up the patients in the institution at the time of the night, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. they don't need, and it's not important for your mental health to get good sleep, is it? Yeah. Like that. Um, but yeah, so, and we see that uh, Homer's recording uh, Scott's conversation, isn't he? Yeah. Even, even though, I what's quite nice about that scene is, at the beginning, you think that maybe Homer's actually believing what Scott's talking about, mm. and then you see that he's recording it. So, which well, kind of... I don't think those two things are completely mutual. No, no, that's true. Me. But, but we at least know that he's still following Doctor Percy's orders, yeah. don't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he will. I feel that at some point he will turn, or yes, or that become, would seem... or remember, eat yeah. the fish. Who knows with this know. with this program? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> So now we're, we're, we're getting back. So Cream and Prairie, oh, we should, we, it's been seen before, but they've kind of split up. Cream sensibly saying, look, I can't, everybody knows you. I can't really nose around here with you. Yeah. But 
he's confident of his abilities to nose around um, on his own. He's sort of running off into the back of the yep. building, isn't he? Yeah, 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 seeing yeah. what he can find. Yeah. So, uh, and then Prairie gets uh, looking really uncomfortable and gets taken off by the. I'm going to call them Russian, but I feel that's racist to assume that they're Russian. Well, they were speaking when Russian to her, weren't they? Oh right. So, yeah, I think it's okay yeah. to speak that they're Russian. Right. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, that they they sort of say, "Come on, off you go," and uh, you know they, they won't wait for Kareem. We've, yeah. We've got to kind of get on with this kind of thing. And she she does say. I think um, I just I think I want to wait for for my friend Kareem, doesn't she? Yes. And they're like, no, no, we'll find him later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're obviously not bothered. And we don't quite understand what their motivations are or no. what their what their deal is. Like but whatever they're doing, it seems like that Nina has gone along with this before, hasn't it? That's, yes. that's the feeling you get from it. Yeah. Because well, there's a bit where she says, um, "I forget how to do the thing I do." Yes. And they say. You say that every time, <laughs> yeah. which was very weird. Yeah, and, but... the, and you think, well, is that another reference to changing changing dimensions? I mean, maybe maybe this isn't the only dimension jump that Nina has done. Maybe lots of other people have jumped into her body before. Mm. So it's a kind of Groundhog Day type thing that every time the prairie, who we think is prairie, is laid down, it's actually a different different person. Who knows? Ooh. In in uh, Nina's that. Yeah. Yeah, so Nina's not really a she's a conduit. She's not even Yeah. A, she's not really there isn't or, really a Nina as yeah. or at least the Okay, that's No, that's Yeah, that's going off yeah. on one. I don't know. Yeah, we'll hold that one for a Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But or it could just mean more Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. I just assumed that she she more said you know, it was more of a performance thing of being like nervous before a performance yeah. and being like, oh, I don't think I can do it this time. Yes, like, well, it could be taken either way, couldn't yes, it? Which yes, I quite yes, like, yeah. yeah. But what I like is uh, the, the Russian guy saying, um, do you want to be restrained? <laughs> you said you said it helped you last time. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, okay. And he says, well, you know, if there's any problem, just use the safe word. She's like, what? what? And you realise she doesn't know what the safe word is. <laughs> you thought she could have said, I've forgotten the safe word. <laughs> Just remind me, I'm feeling nervous. I've been a bit, I've had the chest infection. What's the safe word? <laughs> yeah. It's my, really important. Another of my favourite bits of this episode. Just the look on um, Fairy's face when she, you know, she just, she's all a bit, of a, a bit of flustered and doesn't know what the safe word is. And then they go, they'll leave her there. And yeah. you've got, it sets it up and it has sexual connotations, doesn't it? A, restraints, and B, safe words of kind of BDSM. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so. obviously the actual performance has a lot of sort of like... Yeah. Yeah, S&M kind of but, connotations to it, yeah. So, the lights... Have we got... Yeah, we, we go back to Hap and, Mel and Elodie, don't we, before we see fully what on earth is going on. No, I don't think. No, I don't think so. We don't go back to them until we've seen quite a bit of. And I don't think. I think really... we don't. I think we have a little bit because I remember thinking, "Oh, that's an audience that are going to be." I did think, "Oh, is this an audience that are going to be watching her?" And no, it wasn't. Right. Okay. It was. It was the audience that happened. Elodie was sitting. Yes. Yeah. But there's a little brief scene where they sit down. Yeah. They're, they're, they're sitting there. Then yes, we're back to showing Kareem, who's got. Got, he's got up the back stairs. Some. I mean, he's well. Anyway, that's I mean, good at this stuff. Yeah. Or as for a club like this, you think they might have a few more security guards, wouldn't you? But, but he's there. He's there with the guy who just does the lights. <laughs> yeah, that's another great line. <laughs> this. 
I just do the lights, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the bro at the end was just great. <laughs> I don't, you know, it doesn't bother me if no. it's like some sort of kids show, a sort of sex show, show. an option. Or even show. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know. just do the lights. I just do the lights. Yeah. But he's, so he's got the good, an angle so he can really see what's happening. Yeah. From, that, from, the, from the back sort of back area. And you get, you know, suddenly you see that she's on stage and the, the, the house out. lights yeah. go up and yeah. it's just initially you think it's just her doing some weird performance i thought she was going to be like a medium i yeah. think she is actually but well yeah more, you know but you, you don't even realize she's on stage to start with do you until the sort of back back curtain drops mm. away mm. and then i mean it took me some time to actually work out what was going on wasn't it and you see these sort of like tentacles coming towards me and you're like what no, <laughs> and but my biggest question was who was the audience who was who was watching this? Yeah. I mean, I don't know who the people in the club. The TV but it didn't club. seem to be the same people, as far as I could tell. Like it wasn't it wasn't like the club had emptied out to come and watch the stage show or something. No, yeah. it's like you do. You're either a clubby person or you you're uh, yeah. the octopus show. But so, to, so to start with, you're getting so it, it gets its sucker tentacles all around her, and then you think, right now I understand where she's got those marks. Yes, I didn't from. actually, but yeah. yes, okay, very yes. good. Because yep. we've seen those, we've seen those on her for some all of the episodes, I think, in this part. Oh, no, like she really? had them in the in, in the institution as well. Because obviously she's as Nina, she's been doing this before. She yeah, she she's been taken away by hat. Right. Yes. Um, they sting. Then this, they stick as well. Like you'd think that yeah. you know, be like a day or so, but obviously yeah. there's an issue with. And she doesn't. Why does she not ask what what's going on with my arms? At all. I sp- what, like Prairie when she's in Nina's body. Well, I, who is she going to ask? See, and I, yeah. I guess I just thought it was some sort of self-harming. Yeah, thing. I mean, I mean, Nina has a lot of questions. I mean, Prairie has a lot yes. of questions at that time. She, but, of course. But, and then, so then we get this this voice that we, it takes a little while to realise that the voice is just speaking to Nina, isn't it? Like, uh, in her yeah, head. I yeah. kind of, I kind of got that. Yeah, but once you got that, then, so... What the hell is this sea creature? So, I mean, there, there's, there's the octopuses, and there's a word for that, something, John, genus of whatever. Anyway, they're, they're supposed to be very intelligent. I've yeah. often heard people say, oh, well, they are, you know, quite very, like, incredibly distantly branched, but an, an, an example of sort of coat. Similarly to primates, really smart in their yeah. particular way. I didn't think their smartness had got to this level, though. No. I mean, that's... I mean, I was going to say they're able to speak English, but you, there's, we don't know it's English, do we? It's just, no, you it's could interpreted just be in, her, in head, her head. Yeah. It's language. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. A bit telepathic. Yeah. Um, but the this creature, the old knight, old knight, old is knight. that? Old knight is what she called yes. it. I don't know if that was with a K or without a, a K. A, um, I oh. was assuming with a K. With a K, okay. Uh, yeah. Has a bit of a Japanese accent as well. I oh, thought. I didn't really notice that. Okay. Yeah. But um, but the old knight knows that she's the OA. Yeah. Yeah. Which, another mind explosion going on. Like, what was that about? Yeah. I like, yes. Yeah. And I like the way, so the, really the, the octopus is... Uh, uh, intentionally wants to communicate yeah. with the OA, but he's he's sort of saying, okay, we're giving them a show here, yeah. And normally we just do the show, but now yes, so you get here. the impression that the old knight octopus has done the show before with Nina, 
But then suddenly surprises Prairie by saying, tonight I get to converse with the OA. So presumably yeah. he just does a little, I don't know, maybe just yeah. thinks his great thoughts <coughs> in a kind of, like this is an amazing show that you can hear what an octopus is thinking. I don't know how he proves that it's an octopus and not just her making stuff up. Yeah, and not just a sort of like a... You know, also, big... he'd be awful in that cage. It's probably <coughs> be inappropriate for an octopus to be in. Well, maybe he's chosen to be there. Like, he seems quite intelligent. But there are a lot of unanswered yes. questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, and, and all, a lot of the other things that he talks about, like, talks about her brother. Her brother yes. can, in every dimension, she has sent him to protect you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. She has sent him to protect you, I wrote down. Is that what the old knight said? Lying down. Yeah. Um, So he says, but before that, he says, um, send me to, something about send me to the moment about um, where I can be my, you know, I'll send you to the moment where you can be your true self. Right, which is when she goes into the sort of dream thing where she's on an aeroplane. Yes. Yes. Um, to do this, I must kill you for 37 seconds. Yes, which obviously is very reminiscent of Hap's experiments. Yes, near yeah, death, yeah, near yeah. Death Although you, you don't immediately, well, yeah, I suppose you do immediately think of that, but initially you just think the octopus is going to kill her. But, you know, yes. that's that's a fair enough thing. She's died many times, as he says. Yes, and and, and the old knight knows this as well, that she's died many yes. times. So he's, yeah, yeah he, he is obviously a great wisdom yeah. that we, we, a bit like, I suppose a bit like what was the name of the character who lived in the sparkly, sparkly world in the first? Oh, Khartoum. Khartoum, yes. Yeah. He's a bit. He's taking that role on, isn't he? It's yes. Kind of Although greater more, than his yeah. apparent wisdom, his well, knowledge of many things. And someone that can see over different dimensions and things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He really knows what's going on. Yeah. He he is dead now, so there's not going to be a lot more. I yeah. feel there could have been more like discussion about everything going on, really, but. I suppose between who? Between Prairie and the old knight. Like maybe they could have like before For the disappearance of the doorway. Yeah, I mean because I presume the old knight he gets killed by um Kareem. Yes, because uh because what Prairie wakes up and says, You killed old knight yes. and Kareem says, Well he was killing you. <laughs> yeah. Do we see yeah. him killing? No, because we see Prairie waking up and we don't yes. actually see it, but we just see a, a severed tentacle. Yes. Yeah. Um, is it okay for me to have my interlude about medical discussions? <laughs> you're going to have, hang on, you're going to have a complaint here, oh. a medical complaint here. Yes. About the death of an octopus? No. <laughs> about CPR. Oh, oh go on then. Well, it's just because I think this is very confusing. That people think, and I do, but genuinely, I think this is important yeah. because you think people think that CPR brings people back to life, but CPR doesn't do that. It just keeps the oxygen going around somebody's body until you can hopefully get the heart, you can shock the heart back into starting because somebody's heart is not working. Yeah. Um, but so you, you're the compressions and the chest move the move the air, oxygen around and and maybe getting some like mouth to mouth can get some. All, all I'm saying is that if you think somebody does have a heart attack and they're not breathing and you think, I'll, I'll give it a go and do some CPR, then I would really encourage people to do that. But just do the compressions. Don't worry about that. And don't expect them to come back to life because they won't. <laughs> you have to make sure the ambulance is coming and they might have a chance then. But you, people don't come back to life like that. Okay. Or if they do, then they weren't really dead in the first place. Is it all right oh, if we have a little jingle for Talia's <laughs> medical interludes that I'll put over the top? 
can we can we um put that in the same surprise but honestly like even like you know now when we do like our resource training which i never i mean i never do so i have to admit we thank god people don't generally drop down dead uh adults in midwifery so i know you know no actual uh understanding of this but every time we do it people say so we don't really we don't bring them back to life no I'm, I'm going to put that in the category along with the um, unreality of film clubs and the poor security in mental institutions. Yeah, well, which is fine, but none of those things might potentially result in somebody giving up on CPR for that somebody, is true. which might... Do you think we might have slightly lost the thread sorry, of where I'm we sorry, were I'm in the sorry. It's really going on. I know it's a long one, but there's a lot, <laughs> lot to talk about in this episode. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Right. Um, so... Um, I've slightly lost my train of thought. I don't, I'm not sure why that well, is. Well, so I think we, we need to talk about, obviously, the key scene, really, really important, I'm sure, but I don't exactly know what's going on, is her near-death experience. In the aeroplane. Yes. Yes. So she climbs through a hatchway, which is a little bit like Homer climbing through the yeah. through the ceiling yeah. when he had his near-death experience in part yes, one, wasn't it? It is, yeah. yes. Except now she's climbing through the floor of a, an aeroplane toilet. Mm. And then... I mean, presumably that it's, it's just sort of a metaphor for getting into another dimension in some ways, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then she comes out and she goes towards a figure that's watching a screen and the figure turns around just as she's about to she's wake up. She's got sort of blondish hair, yeah. female figure. I yeah, think. but with a completely blank face, wasn't it? What I Did saw was a dark blank, blank face. face. I just wasn't yeah. sure what I saw. Yeah. I mean, I suppose we could go back and rewind and freeze frame mm. it, but that seems wrong. No, I don't think we should. I don't think we should. Yeah. So... It was. I was expecting a fright or a jump, but nothing really. I don't. I thought it just cut before you really saw. But you think it was a blank face. Do you think this is the her that was referred to by the young Nina at the beginning, saying that you'll need you'll need her in order to find Homer? I thought she was just talking about Rachel. Yeah, but you know how how this series is often like. Um, stepping you isn't it when you think one thing's happening and there's actually another thing i'm wondering Maybe. if yeah i don't know well i mean i obviously don't think we know exactly who this is at the moment in fact i haven't i i can't take any clues from that um airplane scene to be honest no i haven't really got much but it's another another great head explosion you think yeah because i think it's important the thing about uh the octopus you know saying or saying this is the moment where you can show your true nature or something Right. It's also really important that she said. So, uh, yeah, the other point that the octopus says, translate and say that we are, you know, tonight I am, you know, or I am the original angel. Yes. Or I am an angel. She doesn't say that. No. She says, I am an interdimensional traveller. Yes. And the octopus sort of says, yeah, right. Yes. So, so that's th sort of like it's saying an angel is an interdimensional traveller. Yeah, and remember that what the old knight is saying in Prairie's head, like you say, it might not be English in Prairie's head. It might just be that she's translating, she's trans, <laughs> and, and we're right. and we're getting a sort of translation of what she thinks the OA actually means, uh, not the original. Yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah. But you're. I think thought that was very pointed that bit though, where where you know most of the rest of the time she's just been changing the pronouns, hasn't she, from I to from yeah, you to yes, I, but yeah. but it's pretty this much saying exactly different. this is completely different and. No comment is made on that. The, yeah, and it's not like yeah. she's... It, I don't think you're supposed to think she's covering up the fact that no. she's an angel. No. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that will be... We'll understand more about that later. Okay. Yeah. These are all so, the things. So, before... Um, yes. Any, have you got any more about the 
Kareem helping her escape before we go back to Happen Elodie. Yeah. Just one thing I was just thinking about the Kareem being like, is, is now we feel it's signpost that he's in a brother role. And what, what we thought about that. What is, is he the brother referred to as in your brother is there, there to protect you in every dimension? Yeah, that it's up to you. Yeah. It's up to him. You know, she said something because the conversation is, uh, I will, will I come back to life again if you kill me? And yeah. he says, it's up to your brother. Oh, right. I missed that. Yeah, okay, so I'm you're thinking sure. that's your brother and you're assuming that's Kareem saving. Yeah, yeah. And, but killing the old knight in the process. Yes, which I feel the old knight sensed would happen. I've just got this vibe. But did you, were you um, okay with the fact of Prairie agreeing to be, did you think it was in character for her to agree that she would, to give the, her consent? To, oh, the yes, consent the consent, thing. yeah. That was... Yeah, I mean, is this? It was all very sexy, wasn't it? I mean, but is in it a, me or octopuses are a bit sexy. Well, they have tentacles, tentacles and like, yeah, oh. and it was all over her body, wasn't it? Yeah. And, but that, but don't you feel? I mean, consent is such a sort of like a a modern topic, isn't it? That it felt very, very right that that's how it how it went. This scene. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, it feel, it feels like less. It, I mean, because it feels like the, in a, some ways this character has sort of tumbled into the situation um you know the uh, prairie, what prairie has. has yeah um so maybe it's it is important to her to say yes that well, i suppose she you know that she definitively wants this to happen yes i mean and and hap never asked for consent to no to people no right this is an important difference yes no absolutely but i would I mean, imagine this imagine this scene over with completely the same as it was without that consent line in it I think people would have had complaints about the the bondage sexual nature of it and the fact that a woman is there tied up and is put to death against against her um, her will. Well, really. not against her will. Well, said, you know, I so, think it's still bondage sexy stuff. But the consent line was very important, I think, as well, yeah. wasn't it? And after like, all, there yeah. is a safe word, if only she knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Definitely didn't know what the safe word is. Yeah. Really should have known that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but um, yes, but did but do you did yes. you? My question really was: Do you think it was in keeping with Prairie's character as we know her up to now that she would have consented herself to be put to put to death in this in this for thirty seven yeah, seconds? Yeah, I think so. She's yeah, I think interested. so as well. She yeah. wants to know what's going on. I think you get the seems a very trustworthy, weirdly a very trustworthy sexy octopus. octopus. <laughs> That's not a line you will say again in your life. <laughs> it was yeah. really yeah. yeah. Mm. That would be. But so, oh, oh, I so hope I do. <laughs> not sure what circumstances it will happen under, but there we go. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you'll go to one of those lovely film clubs, and then it will happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, um, so, Kareem has rescued Prairie. Yes. And but before we get to the door mm. that he's that he's mm. found, we go back to Happen Elodie when mm. they're wa- they're watching the opera. Rudely talking in the middle of it. Yes. Man. I would have been infuriated if I'd been sitting next to them. Was, I mean, that would be bad at cinema, but, yeah. that, you know, oh, jeez. Well, I'm not going to say that opera is better than cinema, no, but it would be bad talking in any audience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah that was just very filmic, filmic thing. You yeah, know. I think that was the most thing I wrote down. I'm not sure I actually paid attention to what they were saying. This was the most offensive thing about this programme, that we're talking in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, all... Oh, I've got all this beauty and energy. What keeps it 
Yeah, what keeps it from falling into chaos or something, she says. All right. Yeah. So the notes and things. So I thought she... I think it's something about love. Isn't that concept of love? Because she says the reason... You know, she's talking about the fuel, isn't it? She, this is a demonstration of the fuel of internet dimensional okay. travelling. And she's saying the reason why OA was able to come to this... You know, not just any old random dimension became to this dimension. Yeah. Was because she willed herself to Homer. That's what Hap says that, doesn't he? Uh, He's the one who. Yeah. Does, yeah. That's right. Sorry. He's, it's his kind because, of like of interpretation she, of what yeah, she's saying. Yes, Elodie yeah. doesn't know, and he yeah. says that was his sudden like sort of bingo yeah. moment. Right. So we we un- understand that this is the question that Hap's been asking all this time: is how come how come Prairie managed to get herself to this yes. dimension? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course, he asked that in the other episode, didn't he? Yeah. Right. Do we? Do we think that uh, Hap and Rachel and Renata and Homer and Scott, did they come to this dimension before Prairie did? Yeah. Yeah, for sure they came. So when we see, it's a flashback we see of them coming here, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. Um, So, now, okay, we've got Homer and Scott. Yes, we we kind of covered that a bit before, wasn't it? That's when Homer... Homer is recording the yes, conversation. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. I've just got a question I wrote down. I thought, because so Scott gets a bit of information out of, from Homer, yeah. Dr. Dr. Roberts. Roberts, about how he came to be who he is, how he yes. came to be working there. Yeah. And he said, well, Hap, he said sort of Hap. Dr. Percy. Dr. Percy yeah. visited him. Uh, he was at a lecture or doing something. Yeah. And he sort of, you know, he was, obviously he was, He'd read his books, thought he was yeah. brilliant, but he, you know, he got this chance to work with him. So it seemed as if he sought him out. Essentially. Yes. Yeah. So it was that hap, or was that? Um, doc- well, this obviously yeah, happened years before the current time, didn't it? it so, must do. is there something we don't understand about? Because, because of course, because when they all jump into their bodies, yeah. Um, He's already working there, isn't he, Dr. Yes. Roberts? So the question then is, what's going on with the coincidence of Homer and Hap being related by being kidnapper and kidnappy in the Michigan universe mm. to how come Dr. Roberts and Dr. Percy know each other in the San Francisco universe? I mean, what it could do is come down to the, the concept that all these people, you know, you feel linked to people in... Uh, some some similarity, like when when, when you've got LED talking about I, when I, I when but that Homer's nothing to do with that though. Homer doesn't have this until until he's kidnapped and taught the movements. He's got nothing to do with this kind of interdimensional travelling, has he? No, no, but not. I don't mean that. It's just I just mean like between dimensions, you're you will always come into you know you'll be attracted to the same people for some reason. Okay, I'm going to hold off on that one. I think that's something that he's explained. I hope that's going to be explained because I think that's a big, a big plot yeah. point. The fact of how you, well, we haven't, we don't completely understand how people travel between these dimensions yet, either, do we? No, yeah. no, we've got more, more avenues yeah. of travelling now. I mean, it could be, this. it could be that. No, no, that doesn't work. No. no. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm theorising in my head, but, uh, but and then realising it doesn't work even all along. Okay. So, um. 
I think probably that we've gone on for a very long time in this we've, podcast. Uh, it really has, really has. Yeah. Sorry. So, but um, there was a lot to talk about because it was it was, it was one of the best episodes, I think. Yeah. We've we, we mentioned the door as well. The sort of final ending yes, is yeah. them going through to the door. The door, which is the one in in the game, isn't it? On on the Kareem's phone. Right. Yeah. So we've kind of, and this seems to be a new stage What's, of something. What do you think's through the door? I have no idea. It's not going to be another club, I guess. No, my I think my prediction for the next episode is we're going to be with we're going to be with the five in Michigan again or something like that. I don't think we're going to know if, see exactly what happens in the next yeah, episode. It's too I've big. Got a Every time you get to a big thing that's going to happen, I think they hold off for a bit to let you know, yes. which is good. That's good storytelling. I like that. I can't remember. Yeah. Maybe I didn't, you know. I'm not sure how many episodes there are. No, I'm not sure either. And should I'm we find that to... out? I mean, maybe no. we should. But it'll be really awkward if we come to the end and we say, I wonder what happened next week. And then we oh, actually, that was the last one. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think it'll to... become obvious. Yeah. It? Yeah. OK. I think I think if you can't tell that the series is finished, then it's <laughs> then not very good story. There's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. What did you think? Oh, there's the only line, I, last line I wrote down was, well, it's a bit of a, a cutie line between um, uh, Prairie and Kareem of, um, her, him saying to her, "You're tougher than you look," and him, her saying, "You're kinder than you seem." Yeah. Th- this was the sort of the only thing I was, I was just going to say about their relationship as uh, a kind of a brother sister. Yeah. Syzygy. Syzygy. Yeah. Is that so? Essentially, that sort of saying this, they're not going to have any sort of love interest between. Well, Prairie's after finding Homer again. She's in love with Homer, isn't she? That's true. Yeah. I'd go for Kareem over Homer. <laughs> Quite well, like Homer. Yeah. But he's a bit messed okay. up after his seven, seven years in ki- being kidnapped, isn't he? Yeah. 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 And and yeah. But think about the think about the circumstances under which you sort of fell in love with him. Like that does happen. I imagine when you've been incarcerated with someone for a long time, that's a hefty bond to break, isn't it? For okay, fair yeah. enough. And yeah. I really like I I I like. Um, to these two protagonists where there's not really any prospect of a this is true yeah because it's it's really happening like you said if if the if kareem seeing um prairie dressed up in a smart dress and yeah. being the sort of precursor to oh you're so beautiful kind of, that would have been, uh, that would have been awful. Yeah. i think i just want to like like the lady in, in the wheelchair getting into his pants again i suppose what don't say <laughs> oh oh the lady, right <laughs> yes so, what, you're looking for an excuse to get Kareem into his pants? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Right. I, I imagine now, he is already in them, but... Like I have my... I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm just being all lechy and horrible. Yeah, sorry. like my labelling, like saying that I thought Prairie was a high-class yeah. prostitute, you getting Kareem into his pants can be like, you know, that can be your um yeah. thing that you don't try and mention too much. Okay, I'll stop. Yes. Right. Anyway, okay, so... I'm not going to make any predictions for next week because I haven't got a fucking clue what's going to happen. Well, you did make a prediction. You were saying it won't be what you think. Oh, yes. It won't be following them into the doorway. Yeah. We'll be... I think we'll be back with the five, probably. Yes. Yeah. Or, okay, yeah. I think we'll be in the octopus dimension. Whatever that is. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so... um. We'd love to hear from anyone. Thank you for everyone for all the comments that you've um, emailed to us yeah, so yeah, far. Yeah. If anyone else would like to email anything about the podcast, the email address is the overanalysis podcast at ethancrane.com. That's C-R-A-N-E. We'd love to hear love to hear from you. Especially about the questions that we had earlier that I've kind of forgotten now, but um, It's getting really late. <laughs> it's getting really late, yes. <laughs> 
but we shall see you next time for episode five. Bye. Bye.